like to invite you to a soul level encounter. Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That's what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. You will hear the music that has charted the steps of their spiritual journey, that has provided a touchstone in the soul's dark night and sung the heart's awe and joy when come to the light. Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guest's spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. Often, for Song of the Soul, one good musician leads to another. And my interview with Mud River Lee and the other artists connected with the Larry Penn Memorial Song of the Soul led me to today's guest, Sandy Weistow, a definite presence in the Milwaukee, Wisconsin folk music scene for a few decades. Join me now as we travel to southeast Wisconsin by phone to visit with Sandy Weisto. Sandy, I'm delighted to have you here today for Song of the Soul. Mark, thanks so much for asking me. How long have you been part of the folk music scene there in Milwaukee? Pretty much my entire adult life. I got involved with coming as an audience member to the Coffee House in Milwaukee, which is a volunteer-run nonprofit acoustic music and poetry organization. I got involved with that when I was around 18. <laughs> it's about 30 years later, and I'm still involved with it, still a part of it. <laughs> I've heard it described, at least by Mud River Lee, that you're the queen of folk music in Milwaukee. Is that a crown that you carry around with you? Yes, Mud River Lee likes to affectionately refer to me as the queen of Milwaukee folk music. And I did run the coffee house for quite a few years, so there there are a lot of people who associate me with folk music in Milwaukee. I ran the sound equipment as well as being the chairperson of the board and the director of the coffee house for, I think, around 10 years. And who's the king? <laughs> you know, I'm not sure. There's Larry Penn would have been the king. But he passed away not that long ago, which I know you did a show about. When did you actually start with music itself? Oh, gosh. Sometime in school, in choir. I was always in the choirs in school. I went to J.I. Case in Racine for high school, and we were fortunate to have a very, very good choir program. One of our choir directors offered free voice lessons if we could come in on our lunch hour to do them, so I... I did that back in high school. Well, tell us about the first song that you're going to share for today's Song of the Soul. I've written very few songs, although many of the songs that I perform are pretty obscure, so people tend to think that I wrote them, although I always make a point of giving the songwriters credit. But this is one song that I did write when I was kind of getting back into performing. A friend of mine who's a very good songwriter was coaching me and prodding me to, to start writing. The interesting thing about this song is it started out as a childish, angry, flat-picking song about 
how rotten people are <laughs> and it and it kind of is part of an emotional journey or a healing journey. It turned into a song of acceptance and blessing in the relationship that I had with the person in the song. And it's called You Are a Blessing in My Life was the first name, Damn You, Why Did You Do This to Me, or something like that. <laughs> uh, some of the lyrics make me think that that maybe was your attitude starting out. Yeah, it was called People Are Mean. <laughs> People aren't what they seem. <laughs> well, let's listen to the blessing side of that story. It is You Are a Blessing in My Life by Sandy Weistow here today for Song of the Soul. Do you recall the night we met? How you smiled, your gray eyes shining. You had recently been left, and over her ghost, you were pining. Then one night we chatted. Without a 
is our guest today for Song of the Soul. That was a song she wrote called You Are a Blessing in My Life. When you want to track down Sandy, you find a link on Northern Spirit Radio. One way you can do that is on ReverbNation.com slash Sandy Weistow or ReverbNation.com slash Green Sales. Green Sales a group she's part of right now. So, that was one of the few songs that you wrote. And you said you wrote that when you were getting back into performing. That means evidently you got out of performing. So what is that pattern? What happened? You were performing for a while, stopped because... Well, it was more life circumstances that I moved from Milwaukee up to Manitowoc for about five or six years. And at that time, there really was nowhere to perform up there. There was Fritz Schuller's fabulous folk music and instrument and record store in Manitowoc, and that was there, and we had used to drive up to Manitowoc from Milwaukee to shop at his store, but when we moved up there, there was a dearth of places to play, and there was nowhere for folk music or open mics, so kind of while I lived up there, I didn't really perform at all. So when you got back on to Milwaukee, there's places like The Coffee House. What are the other places around Milwaukee over the years that have been particularly good for the kind of music you're into? When I first moved back to Milwaukee, there was a, a little coffee shop right near UWM called Cafe Caffeine. And I actually ended up doing sound there for their concerts. So that was kind of how I got my foot back in the door in Milwaukee into music. But that was like back in the 90s and now in 2015 there's numerous places for acoustic music which is kind of nice and at coffee shops and at some bars and a lot of the farmers markets have folk music so there's been kind of an explosion in places to play acoustic music 
I've been running a weekly open mic for the last 12 years, and we get all those genres from folk music to rock to hip-hop, and it's kind of neat to have them all listen to each other when it's different genres like that that they might otherwise have not listened to. And a lot of times they say, hey, that's pretty cool. Are you tempted to stray from the folk music scene? I wouldn't stray too far. I did have the opportunity to sing backup vocals on an album that the Painted Caves put out in Milwaukee, and that's kind of, that's a stretch from folk music for me, because it's kind of Middle Eastern slash surf rock, psychedelic kind of mishmash, and it's really beautiful music, but it's not what I'm used to singing. I love harmony. And you love harmony probably in multiple ways, including that you love peace, a bit of a peace activist. I was quite involved in the local activist and peace action community for for quite a few years in Milwaukee. I sang at a lot of rallies, and it's another topic that speaks to my soul. Well, give us another song to speak to our soul. What would you like to share next? Well, since you brought up peace, not in my name was was a song that, that I recorded with Sweet Diversity that was a, a women's trio that I was in for about 10 years. We did a lot of three-part harmony, and the neat thing about the band was all three of us like acoustic music, but we all had our tastes varied. I tended to be more melancholy and a little darker, and Anne was more happy, and Carrie was a little bit more show tune kind of geared. So it, made the shows more interesting. But Not In My Name was a song that I chose because of the topic, and I just think it's a great song written by John McCutcheon that's a like a modern peace anthem. One thing about that, when he came out with it, you know, I mean, this is very soon following the 911 attack, and there's a vast surgence of peace activism at that point. He put it up on his website right after he recorded it. He says he just couldn't get it out on CD quickly enough. And so that's actually where I first ran into it. I've been a fan of John's for ages and ages. And truly a powerful song. Too many people don't know it. So let's now listen to Sandy Weistow sharing Not In My Name. It's written by John McCutcheon, but she performs it here with Sweet Diversity, Not In My Name. You see the plane in the distance You see the flame in the sky See the young ones running for cover See the old ones wondering why They tell us that the world is a dangerous place We live in a terrible time But in Hiroshima, New York, or in Baghdad You see innocent to die for the
powerful song lyrics that just cut right to my heart the song is not in my name by john mccutcheon performed here by sweet diversity including our song and soul guest sandy weistow what part of the lyrics in there particularly grab you oh the the last verse just really gets to you where you know god is talking to the people and he says what part about my teachings of loving your enemy don't you understand <laughs> Were you raised with religious ideas? Is uh, the word God something that you use easily? There's certainly a lot of people these days that shy away from theist-type language. I was raised kind of loosely Christian, but with not any particular denomination. But as I grew into adulthood, I've embraced Earth-based spirituality. I'm kind of a eclectic neo-pagan. But, you know, God, to me, God has many different names, and it's all the same higher power. It's kind of just how you look at it, to me. Certainly, earth-based spirituality seems so incredibly important to us. As we do more and more damage to the earth, as climate change and species extinction, etc., take such a rising toll on our planet, it makes perfect sense to me that earth-based spirituality is going to be more important than ever. Is there much of an earth-based spirituality community that you can connect with in Milwaukee, Wisconsin? Unfortunately, I haven't really found that so much. I mean, we have beautiful, beautiful parks in Milwaukee. We're very blessed to have much land preserved as parkland. So there's many opportunities to commune with nature in Milwaukee, but I haven't really found a spiritual community in Milwaukee. Have you ever been to the Canaan Land Preserve, the place where the Quaker Meeting House is? Because that land was left, Anita Canaan, who left it to the Quaker Meeting there, 
she saw Milwaukee growing and the residential taking over the farms and the woods and everything else. So she made this deal with the Quaker meeting that if they'd keep it as a land preserve, they could have their meeting house there. Have you been to that spot? Which I used to be a part of that community and actually worked on preserving the plants on that land. Cool. I, I have been to the Quaker meeting house. I didn't know the whole story there behind the land, so pretty cool to have those oases. I mean, you've got the Schlitz Audubon Center and other wonderful places, of course, around there, but even private plots and a number of them right along the river are pretty cool. Yeah, there's on the opposite side of the river from the Quaker Meeting House, there's the Urban Ecology Center, and there's a large swatch of land now preserved as the Milwaukee River Greenway. So I'm, I'm happy that they are preserving that land from development. I want to remind our listeners that you are tuned in to Song of the Soul, which is an Northern Spirit Radio production. I'm your host, Mark Helpsmeet, and you find us on the web at northernspiritradio.org. On that site, you'll find 10 years of our programs for free listening and download. You'll find links to our guests. So when you want to get a hold of Sandy Weistow, you can get the link on northernspiritradio.org. You can find her at reverbnation.com, Sandy Weistow, or reverbnation.com green sales and we're going to hear about green sales in just a moment i think also on that site you find a place to leave comments make our communication two-way also there's a place to support northern spirit radio just click on support and you can either get our address or you can make a donation online more important though than supporting northern spirit radio is supporting your local community radio stations Community-based radio stations provide a slice of music and of news that you get nowhere else on the American airwaves, and that's absolutely crucial in terms of supporting the best in our country. So before anything else, start by supporting your local community radio station. Again, we're speaking with Sandy Weistow, sometimes known as Queen of Folk Music there in Milwaukee. And we're going to go right on to another song after you tell me about Green Sales. What is Green Sales? Well, there's a bit of a story behind it, because when I first moved back to Milwaukee and was doing sound at Cafe Caffeine, I met Patrick Daspit, who came to perform at an open mic, and he plays traditional Irish music, bazooki and guitar mostly, a little bit of fiddle. He had a band called Bantry Bay at the time, and sometimes they needed someone to do sound for them, so I actually started out as their sound person and eventually did an occasional guest singing song with them and then kind of filtered my way into the band. (laughs) But Patrick moved away from Wisconsin two or three years ago, so Amy and Bonnie and I wanted to keep playing, and it took us a little while to feel our way through it because Patrick had kind of been the band leader. We finally got it together, and we figured we needed a new name, so we came up with green sales because we're all environmentalism and green values are important to all three of us. And Amy and Bonnie and Patrick are all sailors. And so how active are you with them? Well, we're fairly active. You know, we're finally getting more gigs this year. It took us a while to find our feet without Patrick because Amy plays fiddle and Bonnie plays boron and a little bit of whistle and some other percussion but I had to take over the guitar duties. It can become a busy life. Can you give up your day job yet? I wish I could. (laughs) No, not yet. (laughs) 
You've also been associated with a number of other performers. I saw one out there when you were performing with Paul Seabar, Sweet Diversity we've already mentioned, Silver Lining, and Mud River Lee I mentioned, uh, The Painted Caves. So Green Sails, you certainly are all over the place. Is it just that you're in that heavy of a demand, or is it that you actually go putting your foot in each of these doors? Well, most of those were distinct time periods. Like the silver linings came right about the time Sweet Diversity dissolved. But I love to sing, and I wish I had more time to work on it. Actually, you inviting me on the program got me thinking about that a lot, that I need to make more time in my life for the music that really speaks to my soul. That's a wonderful side effect. I get the blessings of hearing your music, and you get to feel that fountain swelling up in you and going on. So why don't you give us another fruit of the swells of that music rising? Well, Blood and Gold kind of fits in with Not In My Name. It's a song about the horrors of war. It was written by Andy Irving and Jane Cassidy, but I learned it from the singing of Silly Sisters, June Tabor and Maddie Pryor. June Tabor's probably my number one hero as a singer. <laughs> so to be singing one of the songs that I first heard on her albums was great fun for me. And being able to sing three-part harmony with Carrie and Anne, you know, that really speaks to my soul. It's just the harmony as well as, as well as the lyrics. So the concern about war is part of why this is part of your song of the soul. Is there something particularly about the configuration of the sweet diversity or this particular song or some other issue that makes this one of the handful of songs you get to choose for a song of the soul? Yeah, it was hard it was hard to choose a handful of songs, but it's just as a song that I can feel very deeply. And sometimes it's easier to express these kind of feelings through music rather than talking about them. Well, and this song it starts from a Romanian song. And since I'm a I'm an international folk dancer, <laughs> I saw that right away. And I listened to another recording of it elsewhere where they were singing with the Balkan shout voice, as it's called. You're, that's not the way you're doing it on your lead on this song here. But it's still got that rhythm that, you know, the Paidushko is a dance I do. It's got that Paidushko odd counts that so many Balkan songs have. It's still got that power that women's vocals have in Romanian music. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I ran into Andy Irving at Irish Fest and talked to him about it, you know, because he had given us permission to record it, and he asked which version we did, and he said, and I told him it was June Tabor's version. He's like, ah, it's, it doesn't have that same rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> I still think he'd be pleased with our rendition. Well, the rendition is performed by Sweet Diversity. This is Sandy Weistow's Song of the Soul, and the song is Blood and Gold. Unrides the captain and three hundred soldier lads Out of the morning mist and through the silent snow Whistling gaily rides the captain at their head Behind him soldier boys sadly weeping go Oh, when you took my gold and swore to follow me You sold away your lives and your liberty No more you'll till the soil, no more you'll work the land No more to the dance you'll go and take girls by the hand Oh, 
Diversity for Sandy's A Song of the Soul. And that song very easily could be traditional song. It's very close to the kind of wording and the images and so on that one might get from a song that was written 200 years ago. So it's it's really cool that way what Andy Irvine, Jane Cassidy did in terms of using the traditional art forms to capture a message that's really powerful for us today. Exactly. That's actually one of the reasons that it speaks to me, is that older, those older forms of music seem to touch me more deeply than a lot of modern music does. And that was recorded live at the Miramar Theater back in 2004. The album that, that's included on is called They Get That Way Underground. What the heck is that about? There's no subway in Milwaukee. <laughs> that's actually a, that's a reference to one of the other songs on the album, Cheryl Wheeler's song about potatoes. <laughs> so it's kind of a, it has kind of double meanings. It refers to that song, but it's also like the underground activists or the, you know. Or the Velvet Underground. <laughs> well, I don't think that one occurred to us, but... <laughs> But on the album cover, we did a photo shoot at a local farm. We have potato costumes on, <laughs> so <laughs> it adds a it adds a little lightness to the album. With you know, there's several pretty serious songs on it, but there's fun things on it as well. <laughs> Let's keep going with your music. What do you want to share next, Sandy? Well, we were talking about environmental issues and. The Last Leviathan is a really beautiful song about the last whale and species extinction. It could just as much be referring to people uh, with everything that's going on with the earth now. So it's a it's a really moving song, and it was a powerful experience singing it with sweet diversity. When I was going through and listening to songs to decide what to send you, this one came on, and pretty soon I was sitting there bawling with tears streaming down my face. So I, <laughs> it just was so moving. I had I had to send you this one. The Last Leviathan, Sweet Diversity performing it with Sandy Weistow. My soul has been torn from me, and I am bleeding. My heart, it has been rent. And I am crying As the beauty around me fails And I am screaming 
I am the last of the great whales, and I am dying. Last night I heard the cry of my last companion, the blast of a harpoon gun, and I swam alone. I reflected on days gone by. and vocals, The Last Leviathan. The group that performed it is Sweet Diversity, and it was from their 2001 album, Sweet Diversity. That group includes Sandy Weistow, here today for Song of the Soul, Carrie Sanders, and Anne Elizabeth Nagel.
together they are sweet diversity on that one i think sandy you were not providing the lead often you are i mean you've got such a wonderful beautiful voice who was providing the lead on that song and that was carrie sanders i was actually the tenor on that one i'm the low voice <laughs> what kind of environmental things do you get involved with in milwaukee kind of firsthand stuff in the early years of the Urban Ecology Center, I was involved with helping raise money for them and raise awareness of their cause. When they first started, they were just located in a little trailer with no running water in Riverside Park. It's actually across the street from where the Miramar Theater is. And I had the opportunity to bring Peggy Seeger to the Miramar Theater for a concert. I had never done anything like that before, so I knew I needed some help. And the concert ended up being a benefit for the Urban Ecology Center, and then they helped promote it. We actually did that several times. And now they've grown to, now they have three beautiful buildings and are serving, they're able to serve many, many more people living in Milwaukee. One of the main things they do is teach urban dwellers, especially children, about nature and that you can enjoy nature even right in the city because there was, it was mind-boggling to me that there were children living in Milwaukee that had never seen Lake Michigan or never seen the Milwaukee River because they're in these landlocked areas in the inner city. And so the urban ecology was doing good work in introducing people to nature because if, if you don't have any kind of relationship with nature, how can we expect you to want to protect it or preserve it? Yeah, my friend Sam Thayer, who's a wild foods a foraging expert and has written two of the most important books in that field just recently, he talks about the fact that we only protect that which we love and we only love those things that we have regular contact with. So foraging for foods, which you can do in the city as well as out in the country, makes all the difference. Uh, I have a friend in the Twin Cities, a Quaker there, who he, he ended up figuring out all the stuff that he could get right in his neighborhood in Minneapolis. And so he would arrange at the right season and he put up basically all of their food by doing that just right in the city. Very cool. You mentioned that Peggy Seeger came in to do a benefit concert for the center. And I just want you to know that since you are relatively new to my site, you can go to NorthernSpiritRadio.org, search for Peggy Seeger, and you'll listen to the interview I did with her as well. So there's another one for you to spend an hour on. <laughs> cool. I'll have to check that out. <laughs> but in the meantime, we better keep going on your song of the soul. We've got a couple more we want to share. Next up is? Brown Leaves is some of the words of Opal Whiteley that were set to music by Michael Smith. I grew up in the, in the country, and we had a small woods around our house. So the forest and the forest critters and the trees, they were some of my companions when I was growing up, you know, which definitely shaped my beliefs and shaped my spiritual beliefs. So this song is, is definitely a song of my soul. So folks, let's go to the Miramar Theater back in January 26th of 2005. This is Sandy Weistow with the short live trios that she was part of called The Silver Linings. This is the writings of Opal Whiteley and Brown Leaves. But we'll let Sandy tell us about it back in 2005, Brown Leaves. The words to this were written by a little orphan girl 
in uh, like the late 1800s, and she was given to a logging couple in Oregon. They were kind of all business, and she was she was very imaginative, creative young girl, and she kept a journal. And um, Michael Smith set some of her journal to music, which is the song that I'm going to do, but I'm going to read a little bit of the passage that comes before the song. She lived on a farm, and she named all of the animals on the farm, and she named them things like, like the horse was named uh, William Shakespeare, <laughs> and the cow was named Elizabeth Barrett Browning, and so you get an idea. <laughs> Her name was Opal Whiteley, and uh, this is a great book, Opal, The Journey of an Understanding Heart. And I, I relate to Opal a lot, because when I was a kid, the trees in the forest and the critters were, they were my friends. I did look out the front window. There are calf tracks by our front door. Elizabeth Barrett Browning waited yesterday while I did get her sugar lumps. I think she will grow up to be a lovely cow. Her mooings now are very musical, and there is poetry in her tracks. She does make such dainty ones. When they dry up, I dig them up and I save them. I take them out of the drawer and look at them and think, this way past Elizabeth Barrett Browning. After, I did look looks out the back window. William Shakespeare and the others were pulling logs. Rob Ryder was trying to make them go more fast. Horses have to pull so hard when they pull logs in. Sometimes they have tired looks, and when they come in from work, I go to the barn and I rub their heads to make the tireds go away. While I did watch the horse, the baby had wake-ups. I went to sing her to sleep. Raindrops were beginning to come down from the sky. Their coming was in a gentle way. I had longings to be out with them. I so do like to feel raindrops patter on my head, and I like to run runs and hold out my hands to meet them. When I grow up, I am going to write a book about a raindrop's journey. Now I sit here and I print. The baby sleeps on. The wind comes creeping in under the door. It calls, come, come, petite Francois, come. It calls me to go exploring. I listen but I cannot go. Now are come the days of brown leaves. They fall from the trees. They flutter on the ground. When the brown leaves flutter, they are saying little things. They talk with the wind I hear them tell of their morning days When they did come into the world as leaves And they whisper of the hoods they wore then I saw them to count them on my way to school Today they were talking of the time before their morning days of 
Silver Linings, including Sandy Weisstow. That's at the Miramar Theater. If you haven't been to Milwaukee, Wisconsin, I'm pretty sure you can tell us, can't you, when the Miramar Theater is open and where we're going to find it online and how people can know that there's great music going on there? Well, I run the open mic at the Miramar Theater every Tuesday. It's an open mic for acoustic music, poetry, comedy. Any Anyone who shows up can perform. It's very eclectic. They don't have a lot of folky kind of concerts anymore at this point. When I first started helping out there, they did. It's located right near Oakland and Locust, near UWM. You can find their website, themiramartheater.com. Well, we've got time for one more song, Sandy. So how do you want to end off? As, as you said, you are a serious peace activist. You're an environmental activist. You clearly are connected with leaves, brown and green, both, I'm imagining. How do you want to end? Well, I, I ended on something happy because there are happy parts of my soul, too. <laughs> and <laughs> green sales has been good for me in that we mostly do happy music. And this is a this is a, a traditional song that's very lively and that we often end our shows with, so it's it's really a lot of fun to sing. I've always loved traditional Irish music ever since gosh, since the eighties when they were first having Irish Fest in Milwaukee when it first started back in nineteen eighty two, I think it was. So to be able to perform some Irish music now is that makes my soul very happy. And this is called Red-Haired Mary, Bill Sullivan's Polka. I don't know who Bill Sullivan is. I don't know that either, but the fiddle break in between each of the verses, Amy is playing Bill Sullivan's Polka on the fiddle, and it fits together with Red-Haired Mary. So that's it was kind of Bantry Bay's arrangement of this song, and now it's Green Sales doing it. Well, it's a great way to end off today's Song of the Soul. 
Again, Sandy, it's great to have you providing, what, 30 years or thereabouts of folk music of various sorts down in Milwaukee, including the kind of Irish stuff we're going to hear right here. Your activism is appreciated up here in Eau Claire. I used to live in Milwaukee, and I think that it's so important for people to be active, involved in the most important things that we can do for the future of the world. So thank you for doing that. And thanks for keeping up the music and keeping other people's voices raised as well by the open mic and the other the work that you've done with the coffee house in Milwaukee, all of that. Thanks so much. Thank you, Mark. And we're finishing with Red Haired Mary and Bill Sullivan's Polka, performed here by Green Sales, of which Sandy Weisto is a part. Enjoy yourselves, get your feet tapping, and we'll see you next week for Song of the Soul. As I rode out to the fair at Tingle one fine morning last July, my young man come up behind me, Red Haired Mary, he did cry. Will you come with me, my Red Haired Mary, the donkey he can carry too? I looked into him, the eyes did twinkle, my cheeks they were a rosy hue.
theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it's called Song of the Soul. My name is Mark Helpsmeet, and this is a Northern Spirit Radio production. You can listen to this program again, track down the list of songs included, and a whole lot more on my website, northernspiritradio.org. And I invite you to share your Song of the Soul with my listeners. Just contact me via my website. And please, join me weekly for Song of the Soul. You can be happy.